Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So believe it or not, there is something in the NFL that is going on this weekend that will play to every single audience out there, regardless of whether or not your team is involved. If you're stressed out because your team's trying to get to a conference title game, have no fear. Everybody is covered this weekend in the NFL. I will explain how coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening right now. We appreciate you doing so. And as always, having some fun here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So, um, with all apologies, and actually it's kind of a good news and it's a bad news situation, all right? So here's, here is the bad news, all right? Here is the bad news as we start off this show here. The bad news is the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James, they are struggling. Uh, the good news is we will not be discussing that on this show. That'll not be happening, not even for one moment on this show will that come up uh, because um, it's January, okay? And January is for football. And I will say this right now, and I don't know if this is a hot take, 
I don't know if this is going to bother anybody. Uh, and again, all apologies to uh, NHL fans out there for this. But this is a big weekend in the NFL. It is divisional weekend, divisional playoff weekend in the NFL. And in my opinion, this is the best weekend that the NFL has to offer. Okay, as far as top to bottom, the best weekend the NFL has got because you're not having to deal with crummy teams. Now, we all acknowledge that there's a couple, you know, a team in this final field of eight that's probably not very good. Um, I don't want to give away any information yet on the show because that would defeat the purpose of a later segment on this show. But I'll just say that that team that's not very good, that's still in the field, um, their team name rhymes with Mitens. Okay, Mitens. That is the team we are referring to that is not a very good football team that are still alive in the playoffs. But this is the best weekend in the NFL because we've trimmed the fat. The NFL gets a lot of criticism sometimes because there was some weeks during the season to where, and we talked about it on this show, to where the NFL, you looked around and you're like, man, this weekend stinks. Like, this weekend absolutely stinks. There, there was dog-ass games in certain weeks during the season. I know that because I was on the air talking about it. I mean, I, I do a show here on Fox Sports Radio after all the games are over, talking about it. Like, man, I don't, I'm not really sure what to open with because most of these games stunk. But you got to give credit when credit is due. And this weekend in the NFL, it's the best. Because it's the final opportunity to get a full football weekend. Because next weekend, you're going to have conference championship weekend. And then after that, you're going to get the Pro Bowl, which nobody watches. And then after that, you're going to get the Super Bowl. And then football's gone, folks. And then we get into the offseason, and there'll be plenty of interesting and fun drama then. But this is the last Saturday-Sunday full weekend combination of football. And it's the best because you're down to the presumably eight best teams in the NFL. But the reason why I love this weekend, and this weekend in particular, okay, the reason why I like this weekend and these games coming up this weekend in particular is because I can sell you on a reason to watch almost every game by using either drama or two really old NFL cliches. And this applies to all of them, okay? So two of the oldest cliches, the oldest thoughts in the NFL are, well, you know, we win with defense and running the ball. And then the other one is, well, it's a quarterback league, right? So that's what we hear. We hear that all the time. So if that's what you want to go with and you're big into stats and you think that the numbers don't lie and the numbers give you everything, then we'll go with those two. All right, those two tired sayings that we hear from NFL people and, and, and that we've all said from time to time, you win with defense and running the ball, and it's a quarterback league. All right, So the opening game of the weekend is Atlanta at Philly. So here's how this game works. Philly's got a better defense. They're playing at home as the number one seed in the conference, which means they were the best team during the the regular season in the NFC, but Atlanta is favored because they have the better quarterback. And make no mistake about it, that's the only reason Atlanta is favored in that game. So then which is more important, defense or quarterback play? 
Then you get the Jaguars and the Steelers. Jacksonville's got the number two ranked defense in the league. They've got the top ranked rushing offense in the league. But it would be a pretty big upset if they beat Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. And why? Because their quarterback stinks and Pittsburgh's quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, is a Hall of Famer. So which would you rather have? Defense or quarterback? Saints at Vikings. That'll cap off the weekend. And maybe the most interesting game of the weekend, Saints at Vikings. New Orleans has got the experience. They got a Hall of Fame quarterback. They got a top five rushing attack. They've got a top 10 defense. And they won't deal with any weather issues in the Dome in Minnesota. But they're almost a touchdown underdog. Why? Because the Vikings have the top defense in the league and maybe the best roster in the NFL from top to bottom. Despite starting a career below to below average to below average quarterback in Case Keenum. So then the question comes back, which do you prefer? Hall of Fame quarterback and experience or defense in an elite roster? And then you get to Tennessee and New England. And let's just be honest. Nobody really thinks Tennessee can win that game. They're not very good. People just want to see how New England's responding following all the drama and whether or not Tom Brady's going to yell at Josh McDaniels and whether or not Tom Brady's going to lock out Brian Hoyer this time from the TB12 uh, location near the Patriots facility and whether or not Belichick and and Brady are going to get along on the sidelines. Like you You can buy into that drama, even though everyone acknowledges that that game looks like it's going to be a wipeout. Every single game... This weekend has got something you can sink your teeth into. Every one of them. If you want to go cliche on cliche crime, quarterback player defense, the first three I mentioned, you got it. If you're a big fan of quarterback play, you've got three first ballot Hall of Famers playing this week. Brady, Roethlisberger, and Drew Brees. If you're big into greatness, if you like watching greatness, if you're if you're into to seeing really really cool things and really great things and you, and you take it all in, if you believe anything from that espn.com article and whether or not you do or you don't whatever, but if you believe any of it or you just look at Father Time or you look at Belichick and Brady and and how they coexist. This could be the last ride for the winningest coach quarterback combination in the league. In history of the NFL, you've never had a better quarterback and head coach combination than Belichick and Brady. If you're into feel-good underdog stories, do you like rooting for the little guy? You want the one that nobody expects to, to come out of nowhere and turn into a superstar and take his team to the world title? You got Case Keenum and you got Nick Foles. If you're a big fan of defense, if you love watching a really good defense, a really elite defense, which is pretty tough to have nowadays in the NFL, in the past few years, the way offenses have been do- have been designed, the way the rules have been f- favoring the offensive side of the ball, when you get an elite defense in the NFL, it's a really big deal. The Broncos winning in 2015, that was a really big deal. 
because everything was catered to the offensive side of the ball in the NFL. And the Broncos not only won the Super Bowl with a great defense, but they did it with one of the worst quarterback combinations in the league in Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler. So if you're really into defense, Minnesota and Jacksonville are one and two. You can't do better than Minnesota and Jacksonville. And then if you're just a big fan of car crashes, if you turn on a NASCAR event and you say, you know what, I want to see a big pileup, I want to see cars flip over, I want to see a couple of guys fight on pit row, two words for you, Blake Bortles. Because who the hell knows how that's going to happen. It's the best weekend in the NFL. There is something for everybody. Seven of the eight teams, you can make a legitimate argument as being Super Bowl teams. You really can. You can knock Blake Bortles all you want, but if he's just slightly below average and not a diaper fire like he was last weekend at that swimming pool stadium, then Jacksonville's pretty damn tough to beat. So we talk about all the bad weeks in the NFL. The Super Bowl's kind of hit or miss. I mean, I'm telling you, man, this weekend, best weekend in the NFL. Enjoy it because it's another year before we get it again. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and on Sirius XM Channel 83, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number 877-996-6369. And you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, believe it or not, there is... Uh, Somebody really important, a really important group of people in the world of sports that deserve some credit, all right? We're going to give some credit. We're going to continue the positivity on this show. Believe it or not, going to have back-to-back positive segments on this show. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. you damn right. The only uh, sports talk radio show that plays Marilyn Manson, guaranteed. Or at least the only one on this network in this time slot. Uh, that's because uh, probably not appropriate during another time slot. Even though uh, many of you listening in Australia right now or Bangladesh or Tibet or wherever the hell else you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, even though you, it is daytime for you. For many of us out here, it's the middle of the night here in uh, the great uh, land of the USA. Um, but it is still, I believe... Uh, Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. in Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's what the time zone difference is. Uh, U.S. Sunday. Well, butt out. Uh, All right, so I do want to get to, we were going to give some credit, okay? I got to give some credit here to some people who maybe don't normally get credit because it it wasn't like this a year ago. So I'm going to do that here uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, but I want to make sure that I uh, welcome in the crew that will be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, he is back. He was under the weather last weekend. I got to be honest with you, his performance stunk, absolutely stunk, and the only thing worse than that was his attitude. <laughs> Iowa Sam. Iowa Sam, your tech producer here at Fox Sports Radio, is back, and he is ready to roll. Good to the last drop. I'm back, and um, still a little re- residual of my flu, but yeah. I am back, baby. You I'm feel, feeling great. You feel like you're going to give a better performance this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was really struggling last weekend. Yeah, you were, and, and you were, your your attitude sucked. Yeah, well, you, you know, when you've got the influenza, it's that time of the year, you know. 
Is that what does, if so flu is short for influenza? Yes. Hmm. You didn't know that? I don't know. Whatever. The influenza virus. I yeah. There are certain things that, that people try to tell me and I go, yeah, I really don't care about that. Like I had some guy try and uh, tweet me earlier about the Indiana Pacers comeback win. And I'm thinking to myself, I, there, I swear to God, there's nothing I care less about on planet Earth right now than the Indiana Pacers beating the Cavs. I'm not kidding. <sighs> I could not care less about anything else on Earth I know. than the Pacers beating the Cavs. Well, your brain only has so much room to hold so many things. So, you know, the, the Indiana Pacers not being one of them for you, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's tough balls. You know, it's the way it goes. Kevin Figures is your national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Yes, Jonas, I am here to care about the Pacers being the yeah. Cavaliers so you don't have to. Exactly. That's, that's exactly yeah. why I'm here. You know what, though? I got your back, brother. I, I'll, I'll say this, though. As an update anchor, when, when, you're, when you're doing national updates, like, first of all, here's a little, uh, little behind the curtain, if you will. When you're doing, I, I used to do national updates, but it was uh, Sunday mornings, Saturdays and Sunday mornings, non-football season. Ouch. And, uh, and when you're throwing in uh, Astros and Blue Jays coming up at 1 Eastern time on Fox Sports 1 My in God. your update, yeah. <laughs> that's when you know that yeah. the cupboard is bare. This fifth starter who just got called up from out of nowhere against this fourth oh, yeah. starter who oh, nobody yeah. has ever heard of. Yeah, and you got 60 seconds to do your update, and you're like, like how, how far? How much do they want of that true car read? I'll yeah. make sure I can yeah, screw, right. stretch that a little bit. Yeah, can so. highlights start rolling in, please? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, by the way, Kevin figures we are going to uh, – I don't know if we're going to put him on the spot. I don't know if it's – there was something I heard out of the mouth of Kevin Figures earlier this week that needs to be talked about. All right. Okay. So that's that's in about 10 minutes from now. Well, this will be right? interesting. Yeah. yeah. So there's something Ke- Kevin Figures did. He bullied somebody. He picked on somebody in the world of sports. So we'll get to that here in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports. <gasps> now, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Mayer is your executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. A great block by Mike Mayer, number 60. I am back, and I am not going to tank this show like Sam did last week. That's a, that's a, well, you know. I'm, although I will say, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why Mike refused to play out of context last week. Like you just refused to. Hey, no Sam idea. let us down, so I had to. I had to hold it over, so, man. Yeah. Like I had to let the people down. Sam was just such a letdown that we had that we had to take out of context out of the show. So thanks a lot, Sam. The moral of this, uh, the beginning of this segment is: if you thought last week sucked. This week's not going to suck as bad. It's basically, <laughs> it's basically what the moral this, uh, of, the, exactly. of this segment is. All right. So, uh, so again, we will all be here until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, 877-99 on Fox. And you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. All right. So, take you back to a year ago this time. All right. A year ago this time, what is the one thing that we all acknowledged? All right. The one thing we all acknowledged, there was an issue in the NFL. All right, there was a major issue in the NFL. So if you go back to a year ago at this time, we were coming off wild card weekend in the NFL a year ago. All right. Now just to refresh your memory, because maybe some of you have uh and listen, I don't want to call anybody out here, but maybe some of you have been bending the elbow a little bit, uh walking uh the green wolf around the block or two. Maybe you're into some of the uh, stuff they throw around in the uh, offensive line uh, coach's room in Miami for the Dolphins. I'm, I'm not here to judge anybody. You know, if you're into the booger sugar, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But all I'm saying is I want to remind you of where we were a year ago. Okay, this is coming off, coming off the heels of a wild card weekend in the NFL that saw a Connor Cook-Brock Osweiler matchup that saw the uh, Detroit Lions... Managed two field goals at Seattle. 
that saw Matt Moore get annihilated in Pittsburgh in a blowout loss, probably concussed. Actually, I think I'm almost for certain that he was concussed in that game. Matt Morgan annihilated in a game at Pittsburgh. And then we had the New York Giants, whose wide receivers took photos on a yacht in Miami the week of a playoff game and then basically no-showed in Green Bay. So that's, that is what we were dealing with a year ago this time. Coming off the heels a year ago this time, thinking to ourselves, man, that wild card weekend stunk. Like, nothing about that wild card weekend uh, did anything for us. It was football, and that was cool and all, but there was nothing compelling. But you got to give credit where credit is due. And I need to point this out to some people. And and maybe you want to disagree, and that's fine. If we are going to base our evaluations on the NFL playoffs as a whole, like we do a lot of times when it's bowl season in college football, like we do a lot of times when it's the NBA playoffs, if we're going to base our opinions as a whole on the NFL playoffs, we're off to kind of a good start. Like, In fact, we're off to a really good start. Because if you go back and think about where we were a year ago, we had an interesting game last Saturday night between Tennessee and Kansas City to where Tennessee mounted a comeback and won that game on the road. And then their head coach, Mike Malarkey, basically threw the organization under the bus, which is always good for radio. So selfishly, we appreciate it. We're, last week, we had the Atlanta Falcons go into L.A. and beat the Rams in what was a good game and a surprising result to a lot of people. We had New Orleans and Carolina go down to the wire. That was an exciting game. Quality football. Hard hits questionable coaching decisions towards the end. And you could say whatever you want about Jacksonville and Buffalo, and I understand it that offensively they set the league back three decades with their performance, at least. I get it. But you know what? If you grew up when I did watching NFC Central football or AFC Central football when it was average to below average quarterback play and really good defenses, that game was like a throwback game for you. So if we're going to base our our overall assessment on the NFL playoffs as a whole, like we did in the NBA playoffs when when up until Cavs-Warriors, it stunk, and we were all waiting to get to that fine, and it was sort of anticlimactic because it was over in five games. If we're going to do that, then let's at least acknowledge that this wild card weekend that we just had last week in setting up the divisional round coming up here Saturday, Sunday, we're off to a good start because it's much better than last year, okay? Much better than last year. And that's why I said, outside of Tennessee, I would believe it if you told me, if I closed my eyes and I fast-forwarded to, say, Valentine's Day. If I opened my eyes and you told me that outside of Tennessee, one of those other seven teams won the Super Bowl, I'd believe you. I mean, there may be a couple of surprises in there, but I, I, I could see it. I could see every single team outside of the Titans winning the Super Bowl. And I don't know if it's if it's better to be a top-heavy league or it's better to kind of be mediocre but have a bunch of parity in the, in the league, but I think for this playoffs, nothing is guaranteed. You can expect any result just the way these teams match up. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. 
Uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. And you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, there is a uh, a bit of bullying being done, okay, by a member of this show. A member of this show bullied somebody, but it leads to a a, a bigger discussion about why the hell people are surprised by the result. That is coming up for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Kevin Figures. And for those who may be interested, uh, the Pacers defeated the Cavaliers on Friday night by the score of 97 <laughs> to 95, <laughs> erasing a 22-point deficit. Uh, Jonas, their leading scorer, Darren Collison, former UCLA Bruin, Victor Oladipo, going back home from Indiana, leading uh, the Pacers with 19 points as well. Lance Stevenson back in the mix. 16 points, 11 rebounds, baited LeBron James into a technical foul in the fourth quarter. LeBron James did have 27 points in the game, but did miss the game-winning layup, although he did step out of bounds, so that necessarily didn't count as a field goal. The Cleveland Cavaliers do lose three straight games. They did not have Dwayne Wade or Isaiah Thomas, as both of those guys did rest on the night. The defending champion Warriors with a one-away to 94 victory over the Bucks in Milwaukee as Kevin Durant at six, 26 points, six boards and six assists. Draymond Green falling just short of a triple-double, 21 points, 10 boards and seven assists for the Warriors who were without Steph Curry for the second straight game as he nursed an injured ankle. That was their 11th straight road victory. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Rockets beat the Suns 112 to 95 as Chris Paul at 25 points, eight rebounds, and six assists. Houston outscored Phoenix 37 to eight in the last five minutes of the first quarter on their way to their third straight victory. Phoenix has now lost three of their last four. The Twin Towers getting it done for the Pelicans. Anthony Davis had 36 points and nine rebounds. DeMarcus Cousins 24 points, 19 rebounds, and eight assists. Drew Holiday chipped in 25 as well as New Orleans beat the Blazers 119 to 113 as Portland has lost two in a row. The Nets beat the Hawks 110 to 105. Nuggets over the Grizzlies 87 to 78. John Wall and Bradley Beal each with 30 points to lead the Wizards over the Orlando Magic 125 to 119. Jonas. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so um, I was dri- So I'm just going to paint the picture for everybody listening right now. Okay, so I'm driving around this week, and I don't recall what day it was because when you do weekend overnights and then... And you know, I still get up at four in the morning because I'm just a nut job uh, to to get stuff done during the week. I just like waking up early. I, I don't know why. There's all sorts of issues, but um, I'm driving around and I'm listening to our local affi- affiliate here in LA, AM five seventy LA Sports, which is the Blowtorch. All right, which is the flagship of Fox Sports Radio. And so I'm driving around and I'm old school. I'm listening to uh, just the dial and I'm listening to AM five seventy Fox Sports Radio. And I hear uh, Kevin Figures, our national update anchor. And he's on the air because Kevin works on a couple of shows uh, locally on AM570 LA Sports. And um, I just happened to get in my truck driving around uh, running some errands or something. And lo and behold, it's Kevin Figures. And uh, he's bullying somebody. Do you remember who you bullied on the air, Kevin Figures? I can't say that I do, Jonas. You have to refresh my memory on this one. That man's name? LeVar Ball. Kevin Figures was going all in on LeVar Ball. 
He was he was he was talking about just the issues and and then and you know why why would the Lakers be surprised by this and and why are they why are they questioning uh, you know all the people are are stunned you know he he knew he was going to behave this way and you were on with uh, with uh, Rogan and Rodney yeah, the Fre- local show yeah, Fred Rogan and former NFL quarterback Rodney Pete correct and uh, and you were bearing Levar Ball and uh, I thought that it was out of line. I thought it was totally out of line. Did you? No. Did I, I go a little over the top? I, there? I, I did not at all. Okay. Actually, I enjoyed just, it. I enjoyed it sure. quite a bit. Um, but it, it got me thinking about something. Okay, like because you were making the point of you know why is anybody surprised by this? And um, yeah, why is anybody surprised by this? <laughs> like, didn't like did nobody did nobody expect? Okay, and we live in L.A. Like, did nobody expect that this was going to be? An issue for the Lakers? I don't know how the, the Laker organization or anybody else could have just assumed that he was just going to be quiet all of a sudden. Why would he? Yeah, the profile is going to get raised by the fact that his son plays for the Lakers, not lowered. Yeah, and 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 all I keep hearing about is people say, "Oh, we don't want to talk about him." Okay, you've got Jeff Goodman, who's a a, a respected basketball writer, okay, and a good guy. Like mm-hmm. I remember getting Jeff Goodman on a morning show, the 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 morning after the. Uh, NCAA final. He covers college basketball, and he was nice enough to answer his phone right then and there and do an interview on the air. So he's a really good guy. And you've got you're sending Jeff Goodman, you're sending Jeff Goodman to effing Lithuania. Yeah, to the circus. You're sending one of the best college basketball, pro basketball reporters to a circus right now. Yeah, and so you're sending him to Lithuania to report on a, a guy who was on. Monday Night Raw a few months ago, promoting his his band, his brand of crappy shoes that nobody likes. Like, Big Ball's chicken. Like he, Big Ball's barbecue. Lavar Ball is renting a condo in people's heads right now, and and every and ever all oh, you've got these coaches that are bent out of shape about it, and you've got all these like it's unbelievable. And he, to has, me. he has everybody talking yes. about him, which is exactly what he wants, whether it's positive or negative. For someone like him, any publicity is good publicity. It's unbelievable, and I, I'm listening to these people outraged by I can't believe, uh, like Stan Van Gundy talking about I'm not doing an interview because uh, Lavar Ball is is talking bad about Luke Walton and Lavar Ball's. And they also like, man, is everybody this sensitive all of a sudden? Like everybody's, everybody's. It you know it reminds me of sports talk radio hosts, all right? And this, and I don't mean to be friendly fire, but people want to know when they see some of the stuff that's tweeted to me, how I don't take it personal because a lot of hosts have thin skin and they take that stuff personal, and I laugh at it. And you guys have been doing the show with me long enough to know that I I just find stuff like that funny. Like I don't I don't take it. To, and here's why. Because if we're in the business to where we are being critical of people in sports and being critical of, of athletes or organizations or whoever else in, in media or whatever we're doing the show for, for me to then all of a sudden get sensitive because somebody's critical of my performance would be the biggest hypocritical move on the planet. No doubt. Like, like, I, 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 like I am not in a position to do that. So I don't do it. And that's why I don't take offense to it. Like I don't. I don't take offense to any of it, but there are some hosts that do. And then you've got these coaches that are now all of a sudden taking offense to to LeVar Ball criticizing their coaches, yet how do they get even? They criticize his parenting. Or they criticize what, like, I don't, like, he is, he is one. Like, he has done everything that he said he was going to do. He has called his shot. He told you the Lakers were taking Lavar Ball or Lonzo Ball number two. Guess what? They did. 
and you're left with what, what you got. So then Brian Windhorst who, of ESPN goes on the Rich Eisen Show, which you can hear on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates uh, from uh, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. And Brian Windhorst is on with Rich Eisen, and the conversation turns to LeVar Ball and him calling out Luke Walton. And listen to what Brian Windhorst had to say. While we're sitting there in Staples, why haven't the Lakers come out and given any sort of public uh, statement in regards to Luke Walton? Why, 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 has, do you, why do you think? Well, I know that they don't want to engage LeVar directly in the same way that sometimes when my That's kid... That's not what you really think, though. What hmm. do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? I, 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 He's on the hot seat. <laughs> how, how how do you read that being a well, veteran the, no i i, I know no because even if he is on the hot seat they can't make this change because they'll they'll then then you give the impression he's running the franchise brian that that that's um, the problem i mean what why to me it's what, embarrassing that rick carlisle has said more and popovich and steve kerr has said more in support of luke walton than the franchise publicly Brian. Yeah, uh, let me tell you, whatever you want to say about LeVar Ball, he has smoked out the fact that the Lakers uh, do not support Luke Walton. Um, and that is now crystal clear. And there are now guys out there wondering, openly to me, executives, coaching agents, I wonder who the Lakers are going to hire as their next coach. Um, because that has, that has been revealed here, that they do not have unconditional support for Luke. But they have- Again, this may not be true. The Lakers may in- intend to keep him, but what I'm telling you is the way that the, or the events have gone down, like I got, I got executives in my ear, I got agents in my ear saying, oh yeah, they're probably going to hire David Sinsdale. It's like everyone's talking about LeVar Ball like he's an idiot. Like, he, like the guy has no idea what he's talking about and you shouldn't pay attention to anything he says. Like, oh, he's just, he just, he's just rambling on. Nobody talk really? I mean, like Brian Windhorst even talking about it. He's as connected as anybody in the NBA. The Lakers haven't come out and supported Luke Walton. They haven't come out and talked about it. Like Magic Johnson sure as hell shows up and he's, he's at baseball games and, and he's talking about how he's going to hang Lonzo Ball's jerseys from the rafters. And, you know, it's funny. Free pass genie, the genie bus, who everybody's afraid to be critical of. Everybody in LA is afraid to be critical of. She sure sure was making the rounds talking about how her brothers don't know how to run an organization, yet all of a sudden, <laughs> where'd she go? It's like a magic trick. And oh, by the way, the team stinks. They're dreadful as a basketball team. So it's like everybody's everybody's ripping LeVar Ball like the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. A, he's promoting his brand, and he's doing a brilliant job. And B, where do you think he's getting his information from? And are the Lakers doing anything to say, no, that's not the case? Have they come out anywhere? Do you think maybe his son might be giving him some information saying, yeah, I don't know, some of the guys don't really buy into Luke? Like he's in Lithuania. Who do you think he talks to that's near the Laker organization? And every time you shove a mic in his face, what do you expect him to do except promote and stir the pot? That's what he does. But not everything he's saying is a lie, and I think there is something to that. But like this whole shock and awe, but oh my God, how can how can anybody uh, d- uh, listen to LeVar Ball? How can, I don't know, it's working pretty well, actually. The guy sells a crummy shoe. He sells overpriced flip-flops. 
And yet ESPN is sending a, a respected reporter to effing Lithuania to cover his every move. <laughs> don't tell me the guys, don't tell me that he's not ahead of the game. Give me a break. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 877-99 on Fox, the phone number. You can also give me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Up next, um, it's a fun little game. It's NFL-based. We are going to get to the bottom of what you really, really want. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to Lithuania. Welcome to Lithuania. Welcome to Lithuania. The land of your beautiful basketball. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer is changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, and save both time and money. Learn more at Progressive.com. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, We will play a fun little game that we uh, have on the show here called uh, Would You Rather. All right, now get your minds out of the gutter. That was a, a fun game back when you were kids, and uh, or maybe it's a fun drinking game uh, at certain parties that I will not mention here on the air. But we are going to do uh, a sports version of Would You Rather coming up here in uh, in just a couple of minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, you know what's funny about this too? All these coaches coming to the defense of Luke Walton. So you got all these coaches in the NBA. We were talking about this Lavar Ball stuff. I, I I think it's so funny to me how LeVar Ball is renting a condo in everybody's head and people don't know what to do with it. <laughs> they don't know what to do about it. There's there's nothing they could do. Because every time these coaches try and dismiss LeVar Ball, he either gets another reality show or ESPN's falling around with cameras or people are tuning in on Facebook. I have a buddy, a buddy of mine, who... He's a sports fan, one of my dear friends, sports fan, but he's got like he 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 can't watch games for long. Like he'll watch the NFL, but he'll watch it for like four minutes, and then he's got to turn it off. Right? Like he doesn't. I mean, like the Super Bowl. I don't even think he watched the Super Bowl last year. He saw some of the highlights, but he just didn't care. He didn't want to go to watch any Super Bowl parties. And this guy grew up and, and he likes sports. One of my dear friends. Whatever day it was, he was on Facebook watching the Ball Brothers play in Lithuania. Guy wouldn't watch the Super Bowl, but he was interested enough because of what LeVar Ball has done as far as promoting to turn on Facebook to watch the Ball Brothers. And the amazing part about these coaches defending Luke Walton, they've got to stand up because they don't want Luke Walton having to deal with a crazy parent. Yeah. Because Luke Walton's never dealt with a crazy parent before. (laughs) His dad wears tie-dye shirts when he does wear shirts, admits to smoking weed during broadcasts, and stands in the middle of places like Times Square (laughs) like he's the, the, the cowboy playing his guitar and underwear. Like... Like you think LeVar, like Luke Walton needs your help? He grew up with a nutty dad. His dad was LeVar Ball, except his dad smokes weed. Like I, I look, has everybody lost their mind? All right. Uh it's time here on Fox Sports Radio for a little something we call this. When life gives you lemons. Just say Poo. 
The lemons and bail. Hey Jonas, you want to play a little game? Things are about to get real dark real quick. Uh, we want to know what poor fool would you rather be in our latest edition of Would You Rather? And for these hot, burning NFL questions, we turn it over to executive producer Mike Mayer. Mayer, what do we got? All right, so an NFL edition of Would You Rather. So Jonas, it's the divisional round of the playoffs. So if you're the NFL... Would you rather see a whole bunch of upsets this weekend or just straight shock? Oh, man. Um, probably straight shock. Only because, I mean, then it goes back to the George Mason getting into the Final Four. That was the lowest rated Final Four and yada, yada, yada. Probably straight, just for, for business purposes, I would say probably straight shock. So that's probably what I was thinking too. Like you want your best team yeah, in the best situation. If you right? can get New England and Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship, Money. that's a win. If you can get Minnesota and you can get Atlanta in the uh, NFC Championship, that's a win because then you can sell the whole Gary Anderson miss and go back to the – yeah, so I would say probably chalk. All right. Uh, the first game today, Jonas, is the Eagles hosting the Falcons. So, Jonas, I got to ask you, which top pick from the 2016 draft would you rather be watching this game? Carson Wentz or Jared Goff? Man, that's tough. Uh, I would I would rather be Carson Wentz because secretly he's probably rooting for Philadelphia to lose because he doesn't want them to continue the journey without him. I'm going to go with that, and, that is, and that's probably going to piss off Philly fans, but what else is new? Uh, I'll say Carson Wentz. All right, and then the last one here, uh, this surrounds two coaches who've had a whirlwind couple of weeks uh, competing in this week's week uh, of the playoffs. Uh, who would you rather be, Titans coach Mike Malarkey, who almost got fired, or Todd Haley? Oh, Mike Malarkey. First of all, Todd Haley hanging out at the Tequila Cowboy. We could do a whole show on that, and we probably will at some point. Uh, Mike Malarkey calling out his organization basically painted them into a corner to where if the Titans do in fact fire him after he won a playoff game, he's going to get another job. It was brilliant. You go on the offensive, and that's how you get things rolling in your favor. So a brilliant job done by Mike uh, Mike Malarkey. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You all right, Sam? We got more next. So there's a team in the NFL. They are playing this weekend. All right, this is an NFL team that every single one of you can either relate to or you are that team. I'll explain here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program right now. We always Appreciate you doing so, and we always come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So I was saying this about this weekend in the NFL because if you want to base if you want to base your opinion on the NFL as a whole and you want to look at sort of where we're at with everything in the league and and you want to give an opinion on overall performance in the playoffs and we want to judge the league based on how exciting their playoffs are we're off to a pretty good start because you can go back to wild card weekend a year ago and you had bad games you had bad quarterback play bad quarterback matchups and then the games were awful and then you come all the way back a year later and here we are on the heels of what I thought was a pretty exciting wild card weekend. I thought Kansas City, Tennessee was a good game. 
I thought uh, the Rams and the Falcons was interesting, and there were some good moments in that game. I thought Jacksonville, for for as as bad as the offense was, I thought Jacksonville and Buffalo was was a good game down to the end. There were some exciting moments, and also it was just the whole car accident feel. Like you're watching Blake Bortles, and you you have no idea what like how this is happening, and then he turns into a, a running quarterback in the end. It just I mean, it was weird, bizarre. And then you had uh, the capper which was New Orleans and Carolina, and I thought that was a really good game, all the way down to the wire, questionable coaching and all that. So wild card weekend in the NFL, I was a big fan of. Like There was something for everybody wild card weekend, and I think that's the same thing for this weekend because outside of Tennessee, if you were to say that, just pick a team, Minnesota won the Super Bowl, wouldn't be that surprised. That's a quality roster. Like if you were to say um, New England obviously winning the Super Bowl, you wouldn't be that surprised. Pittsburgh wouldn't surprise you. The Saints wouldn't surprise you. Atlanta wouldn't really surprise you. Philadelphia was the best team in the conference this season. Backup quarterback or not, that wouldn't really surprise you. I mean, you, you could kind of make a case for that. Tennessee is the only one that you can't really... Because you see them and you go, what the hell is this? I mean, like, what what the hell is this team? Don't try and make Marcus Mariota out like he's an elite quarterback now. He's not. He played well down the end, down the stretch of that game against Kansas City, and we've seen that meltdown from the Chiefs before. But there is a team in these playoffs still remaining. There's a team in the playoffs still remaining that um, they're kind of like. I don't know, someone close to you or maybe even you yourself. Like, you ever tease a buddy of yours because you know they're going to get worked up? Like, everybody's got that one friend, somebody you know, who's really easy to rattle. You can really rattle their cage sometimes. You know, like, if they give you no reaction, it's just not as fun. But they're the ones that you can kind of poke at and pick on a little bit because you know they're going to give you the best reactions. They'll lose their mind. And so it's not really the nicest thing to do, but sometimes you just can't help yourself. And maybe you are that person, and you know deep down that you're the sensitive type and everything really offends you. But everybody's got that somebody in their group. And you're thinking of them right now in your head as I'm, as I'm describing this. And they got that friend who you pick on him only because you know they're going to react in a way that is not normal. And in order to elicit that sort of reaction, you got to pick on him. You got you got to scratch the itch. It's the way it's got to be. Like that's just that's the way guys are that they you know they they know they can get a reaction, that's what they do. So they pick on their guy friends and and that's how it's done. So everybody's got that friend in their group. And sometimes, and especially nowadays because every people are it's a very sensitive time for a lot of uh issues that need to be addressed and are being addressed finally for the for the good of everybody but the art of ball busting has been sort of forgotten you know like you're yeah busting some balls teasing each other a little bit the art of that has sort of been been lost because it's now blurred with some other things that that people deem inappropriate and then some don't it's it's a very sensitive time it's a very weird time right now um i'm not sure that there's a better fan base 
to tease, pick on, or piss off than the Philadelphia Eagle fan base. <laughs> I'm not sure there is. Seriously. I hate the Eagles, man. I, I listen. <laughs> the guy, I am not sure. And this is not a personal shot at the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay? I have nothing against the Philadelphia Eagles. But I'm not sure that there's not a better fan base in the NFL to rattle the cage of than the Philadelphia Eagles. Right? Because when that fan base hears that their team is an underdog as a number one seed, first time in NFL history, a number one seed was an underdog at home in their first game in the playoffs, first time in history. And when they hear they're an underdog, that's the one fan base you can hand that line to and just walk away, stand as far back as you want, and get a load of the wreckage because they will lose and have lost their collective minds. Like, they... they, That is the fan base you can elicit and expect a reaction from, okay? Like, like, because think about it. Who are the most vocal and largest fan bases in the NFL? And if you were to, if I were to list off a few, and, and, and if I miss a couple of these, my apologies, not a personal shot at your fan base. Um, but, you know, it's like, like Jaguar fans, you're not going to be on this list. And that's not me taking a shot at you. But, you know, when you still play part of your schedule in London, eh, you don't really make a list like this, right? But if you were to think about the most vocal and largest fan bases in the NFL, who would they be? Obviously the Eagles. Very loud. Um, you saw them at the NFL draft last year. They, they, they're, they're loud. You can hear them. They'll let you know about it. They'll throw snowballs at Santa Claus, yada, yada, yada. The Dallas Cowboys, that's a big fan base. We all know that. Big fan base, um, but not so much of a sensitive fan base. Like they're not, they're not as sensitive. If you call out their team, they they almost respond defending their team, but deep down knowing, yeah, it's been a long time since we've won anything. Uh, the New York Giants. They are such a fan base that is so brutally honest that they'll rip you for ripping their team. But not after, not until after they're done ripping their own team. You know, it's why when you go to a Giants game, somebody's going to get booed. You know, and they're not afraid to boo their their own team. Uh, the New England Patriots, they have an out to get us thing. The NFL, um, you know, the Roger Goodell barstool clown shirts that showed up at the opener last year. Um, sort of a, but but they are boisterous. But they've won so much that it's more of a we're better than you. We know it. Watch us win again. Then you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've talked about it before. You go to any city in America, there's a Steelers bar. They've got they've got the terrible towels. They'll they'll they'll, they'll travel to games. Like they're a, a very but they've won a lot. So there's not really a whole lot of anger involved. Uh the Raiders, we all know about that fan base. Okay. Like that is a we know about that fan base, but nonetheless, that is a historically great franchise in the world of the NFL and the players all showing up to Gruden's introductory press conference. Like there's still a, a Raider mystique there. And then you've got the Packers. They're just really nice, but they've been really, really successful. 
Um, they're they're a large fan base. And then you got the Bears. The Bears are a really large fan base. They're a national fan base. They travel well. Bears bars everywhere. But they're the first to tell you our team stinks. Okay? But you've noticed something about all those teams that I just listed. All right? Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Patriots, Steelers, Raiders, Packers, Bears. We'll just call those the biggest fan bases in the NFL. Okay? We may have missed a couple. Maybe a Denver or whatever. We'll call those the biggest fan bases in the NFL, all right? Nationally. Maybe the 49ers as well, too. Philly is the only one of those franchises yet to win a Super Bowl. And you wonder why they've got small man syndrome? <laughs> like, like, you wonder why? Because deep down, they know that. They understand it. They are w- very well aware of what their reputation is. All right, and this is the and 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 that's why I've said nobody's got small man syndrome like the like Philadelphia Eagle fans. There is no other fan base that you can rattle the cage of and get a better reaction from, like that buddy you pick on in the group who you know you're going to get a good reaction from than Philly fans. So when Vegas set that line, they poked the bear. It wasn't intentional. Vegas doesn't have a dog in the fight. They're simply looking at numbers, backup quarterbacks, whatever. But when they set that line, Philadelphia Eagle fans, and I would imagine that Philadelphia team, they were pissed off, very pissed off, disrespected. So the fact that this is the opener to the weekend, later on today at 4.35 Eastern time, I'm fascinated to watch because I want to see what the mood of that stadium is like. I want to see what the mood of that fan base, I already know what it is, but I want to see it play out. And I want to see how that team comes out and plays. Because they've got that small man syndrome, and they're really, really angry. And listen, I like Philly fans. I, I like you know, the, the passion. I think it's fun. I, I, there's an energy to it. I like it. I like Philly fans. Listen, one of my favorite sports talk radio hosts of all time is Tony Bruno. Like literally, if you were to ask me top five favorite sports talk radio hosts of all time, Tony Bruno's on that list. Philadelphia legend. Legend in Philadelphia. One of my favorite hosts and people at Fox Sports Radio is Anthony Gargano. Legend in Philadelphia. He does a show coming up at 6 a.m. Eastern time with Lincoln Kennedy after I go off the air. A a phenomenal human being. Great guy. But nobody's got a quicker switch than that fan base. Like, Like, there is nobody who you can egg on and you'll get exactly what you want in return than that fan base. And it's exactly why I like the Eagles to win that game. I really do. Backup quarterback or not, I think there's been enough time to prepare. I don't think Nick Foles is going to come out and play like a backup. I respect what Atlanta's done. But I think this is a spot game where I really think Philadelphia is going to win this game. I really do because I think they are so pissed off and they're so angry that they've been sitting on this for so long that I think they're going to come out on fire, and I think that stadium is going to be rocking. I can't wait to watch that game uh, to kick off Divisional Weekend in the NFL. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. You do have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, up next... We could be witnessing 
one of the smartest decisions in the NFL? And the answer might surprise you. Find out next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We're going to, uh, there was a surprising move made in the NFL, surprising move. And um, already, some of the decisions being made in regards to this move look to be very, very interesting. So, And it's a team that you wouldn't expect. So we'll get to that here uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Um, you can tweet me, by the way, at the Jonas Knox. Uh, you can also call. We will be playing uh, Guess That Garbage coming up in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. That is a very fun game. It is where we go around the country, and we're going to see who knows their NFL. All easy stuff, basic NFL questions, all relatable to what is currently going on in the NFL. I'm going to ask you basic questions, and uh, it's an interesting thing that happens because usually you guys get on the big stage and you struggle. I mean, you get nervous, you get stage fright. So I'm looking for five brave souls, okay, from around the country. We've got a 1,000 phone lines. They fill up pretty quick. So if you want in on this game less than 10 minutes from now, guess that garbage, your chance to show off your NFL knowledge here on national radio. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369, 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Kevin Figures, uh, national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Yes, Jonas. All right, so here's the, uh, have you ever been to Minneapolis? I have not. Okay. Iowa Sam, have you ever been to Minneapolis? I've been just outside in Bloomington, but I have not been inside of the Twin Cities, no. Okay. What about you, Mike? You ever been to Minneapolis? Nope. All right. I haven't either. So we cannot dispute this claim on social media. This is from a tweet. A guy writes in and says, um, you have no idea how awful it is to live in Minneapolis right now. Two weeks from now, Minnesota should repeat losing and will finally get some quiet. Now, I can clearly tell at the end of that tweet is when the half bottle of Jack Daniels that he drank right before he opened his Twitter account started to kick in because the grammar was in the pits but and the spelling. But I found it odd that someone living in Minnesota and in Minneapolis would rip the great city of Minneapolis like that. All our friends listening on KFAN, the blowtorch in Minneapolis right now, I find it odd that he would rip the great city of Minneapolis. Could be in a bad mood seeing as it's minus eight right now. Okay, I mean, that's fair. But, I mean, there's, there's, there's coats, there's, there's heat. There's, uh, I mean, there's, there's things to combat that. It's not all year round that it's that cold in Minneapolis. And then I realized, I looked at his Twitter handle, and his name is Detroit Matt. Hmm. And I go, oh, okay. So that begs the question, what's worse, Detroit or Minneapolis? Ooh. Interesting. Okay, because I have not been to Detroit either. So I cannot speak on this. Maybe maybe uh, during the off season when we remember this tweet and there's not a more important uh, information to get to on the show because we don't want to talk about baseball, we'll do a poll question. What's worse, Detroit or Minneapolis? Wait, wait, just, just like as a city? Yeah. 
Uh, I think most pe- nine out of ten people would say Detroit, mm. just because of the job market there. The city got gutted, you know, with the loss of all the auto uh, jobs. You must have missed the part where I said uh, we'll talk about that in July, and we don't want to talk baseball. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So save that. But no, that is a good point. So jot that down because that will be a poll question coming up uh, during the non-NFL season. He is writing it down. I could actually see him there. Is that his pen? Oh. Huh. Oh. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right. So, um, so <laughs> there is a uh, <laughs> somebody somewhere got that joke. All right. Oh. So there is. So there was a move made in the NFL. All right. And and I thought it was kind of odd. I I didn't expect it, but it happened earlier this week, and it's already starting to to play out a little bit. So the Bears went out. And they wanted to hire a new head coach. So they hired Matt Nagy and uh, offensive coordinator from Kansas City. And so people around the NFL are all talking about, oh, my God, what a great hire Matt Nagy was. And I, man, this is a really shrewd move by the Bears. What a shrewd move it was. All right. Why don't I just be the one to speak honestly about this? Because most Bears fans and reporters weren't going to be honest with you. So I'll be honest with you. I had no idea who Matt Nagy was before about a week and a half ago. I'll be honest. Let me be the only one to speak the truth to you here on Fox Sports Radio. I was one of many, but one of few, who was saying this out loud, had no idea who Matt Nagy was up until about a week and a half ago. Now, credentials, offensive coordinator, but he hasn't, it's not like he's been offensive coordinator for that long as far as calling plays and all that in Kansas City. But one of the things that I thought was brilliantly done that sort of gets overlooked in the Sean McVay run in L.A. is that when Sean McVay took over as head coach, it would be like the tendency for some of these guys, and you've seen it play out before, Josh McDaniels is one of them, admittedly, when you get your opportunity to run the show and you get to be the guy, sometimes that can backfire. Because you want to show that you don't need any help. You know, you want to show that you can do it all yourself. And sometimes these guys struggle delegating. Sometimes they struggle trusting people around them to do the job right. Josh McDaniels talked about how he, the the way he reacted to situations, his first go around as a head coach the way he reacted, the way he handled situations was terrible. Like he described, terrible. There was a report out of Denver from somebody that I actually trust, that I talked to personally about this. Right? I'm not kidding. This is not a made-up story, not for weekend overnights. The reason that Denver and Josh McDaniels traded Peyton Hillis to the Browns is because Josh McDaniels thought that Peyton Hillis was hitting on his wife at a practice. Swear to God. That's a true story from somebody I know who works in Denver, who I trust, who told me that. Like, so that is a, that is a guy who went in there with an ego and wasn't going to let anybody get in the way. And it backfired. One of the things Josh McDaniels, or that Sean McVay did, different than Josh McDaniels, is when he came in, he said, oh, no, 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 no. Wade Phillips, come on, come on down. That Wade Phillips, yeah, I, I am not threatened at all. No, you run the defense. I trust you. 
that's fine. Fossil special teams, stay here. No, 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 I I have no issues whatsoever. Stay here. No ego in this. Oh, I've got to talk to Jared Goff on the sideline? You guys run the team. Let me make sure that I get this right with him on the sideline. While a live game is going on, I'm going to sit with my quarterback and go over plays on the tablet. Like, that doesn't get looked at a lot. People just assume he came in and he was this wizard as far as calling plays. It was more than that. The fact that he didn't feel threatened to bring in veteran coaches with more experience and some head coaching experience and playoff experience and Super Bowl experience, that he trusted them with his team and didn't feel threatened by him because his ego wasn't all out of whack, that's where you start to build success. And what I've seen early on with Matt Nagy is the same thing. Like, he could have come in and said, oh, no, no, I'm running the show here. All right, I'm running the show. This is my team. I don't want anybody around who was here before. So what did he do? Made it a point. They kept selling Vic Fangio, the defensive coordinator, for days upon days. Come back, come back, come back. There were other teams around the league that wanted him. Other teams around the league that wanted to hire him. He's one of the best coordinators in football. Like, how many of you general NFL fans can name three players on that Bears defense? Seriously. You can't. Top 10 defense in the NFL. With middle round draft picks, with a couple of free agent signings, guys on one-year deals, that's Vic Fangio. That, That defense was terrible when he got there. But Matt Nagy said, no, 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 I'm not threatened at all. No ego in this. You control the defense. Let me handle the offense. And then he goes out, gets the best offensive line coach. Some people say the best offensive line coach in all of football from Notre Dame gets him to come aboard. Guy with a reputation. Guy with previous longtime NFL experience gets him on board to work with the offensive line. Goes out, hires Mark Helfrich. Risky move, but an interesting one because you look at it and you go, man, that might actually that might actually do something. He'll be calling the plays, but he's made it a point. My goal here is to run the team but not feel threatened by what I have to work with. So you can look at Sean McVay and you can look at what he did in LA and say, oh man, it just, you know, he called the right plays and he he got the most out of his talent, and he did. But he also pick the right coordinators, and he didn't feel threatened. And you've seen situations in the NFL before where guys have felt threatened. McVay didn't feel that way. Nagy hasn't felt that way so far. And all the reviews coming back from some of the moves they've made on his staff so far, it's been a home run. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, the phone number. That's an important number, and here's why. We're going to see how many of you can handle the big stage, all right? And how many of you actually know your NFL? Everybody thinks they're an NFL fan, but do you actually know the NFL? This is the test for you. It's called Guess That Garbage. We're going to do that next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Kevin Figures. And Jonas, while some people might not be fans of the city of Minnesota, if you were a T-Wolves fan, you're pretty happy right now. They beat the Knicks on Friday night, 118-108. to They have now won 11 of their last 14 games. They're one game back of the Spurs for the three seed in the Western Conference. They had eight players scoring double figures. Carl Anthony Towns just one assist shy of matching his second career triple-double. He had 23 points. 
15 rebounds, and 9 assists as the Knicks are now just 4-15 on the road. The nightcap in the NBA was the Rockets getting a 112-95 victory over the Suns in Phoenix. Chris Paul leading the way for Houston with 25 points as Houston has now won three games in a row. The Pacers erased a 22-point first quarter deficit. They come back and beat the Cavaliers in Indiana 97-95. Lance Stevens in 16 points and 11 rebounds. Darren Collison, the leading scorer for Indiana with 22 points. LeBron James, 27 points, 8 rebounds, and 11 assists in the loss for Cleveland, who have now dropped three games in a row. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Elsewhere in the NBA, the Pelicans got 36 points and 9 rebounds from Anthony Davis, while DeMarcus Cousins tripped in 24 points, 19 boards, and 8 assists. Pelicans beat the, the Blazers 119 to 113, sending Portland to their second straight defeat. The Warriors got a 108 to 94 victory over the Bucks in Milwaukee, despite not having Steph Curry in the lineup. He was out for a second straight game with an ankle injury. Kevin Durant with 26 points, 6 boards, and 6 assists. Draymond Green, 21 points, 10 boards, and 7 assists. For GSW Hoops, who have won 11 straight games on the road. NHL victories for the Oilers, Blackhawks, and Capitals. And NFL news late on Friday night. The 49ers rookie linebacker Ruben Foster arrested in Tuscaloosa, Alabama for misdemeanor marijuana possession. He was released on $2,500 bond. Jonas? Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And right now, it's time for this. Oh, my God. What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah. Every single week at this time, we go around the country, around the globe. We've got a thousand phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio. If you think I'm lying about that, I have put in a petition to see if we can get a couple more in. So I'm looking to get a thousand and two because I really think that extra two might make the difference in some of you being able to get in. So nonetheless, we're stuck with a thousand. If you think I'm lying about the popularity of this show... And you think this is just a weekend overnight show and nobody cares about it? Kiss my ass. I dare you to call this number, 877-996-6369. You're going to get a busy signal. That's how popular this show is. A thousand phone lines filled to the brim. The screen is smoking right now here at Fox Sports Radio. But that's probably just because it's 38 years old. Charlie is first up in Louisiana here at Fox Sports Radio. Charlie, what's happening? Uh, nothing much, just working. Uh, where do you work, man? Uh, in Bossier City, Louisiana. All right, uh, but like, what do you do for work? Oh, a cop. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. You know what? All right, I'm good. No, so let me ask you this. All right, Joe, I'm serious about this. First of all, have you pulled anybody over for a DUI this morning? Yeah, we've already got one. Jesus. Like, what's wrong with people? There's <laughs> Uber and Lyft everywhere. Doesn't that piss you off? Like, how, Why do people get DUIs anymore? I don't get it. Well, it's job security. I mean, you can't look at it like that. you got to look at it, you know, get them before they get into a wreck, and uh, it's job security. Yeah, no, it's 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 very I, – I don't I don't get – people that get DUIs, I've, I don't feel any sympathy for them whatsoever. None whatsoever. All right, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So in Louisiana, one of my favorite shows in recent years was True Detective, all right? 
Did was was that a fair representation of Louisiana, some of the swamp areas and things like that? Well, because I'm a cop, I, I can't afford HBO, so I can't honestly answer that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! But come I on, will Charlie. say this: I have never seen a show that's a true representation. Okay. Um, what, so. What's the closest representation of an actual shift as a police officer? The truest representation you've seen on television. You know, I try to stay away from that because you yeah. do it for eight hours a day. You're not trying to go home and watch it for another hour or two. But uh, I hear you, man. On uh, New Year's Eve, no joke, I watched the movie Steel Magnolias. I had no interest, no interest whatsoever in watching football. I talk about it all the time. I don't want to watch football. So it's, I, it's I a watched, good movie. I don't, I don't blame you. I, I watched a chick flick. I'm into it. All right, so Charlie in Louisiana is uh, ready to play Guess That Garbage. All right, so here we go, Charlie. Um... So we've heard a lot about the Chiefs and their playoff struggles and Andy Reid, and obviously last weekend he's out of the playoffs and all that. So here's my question for you. This is multiple choice. Of the following head coaches, who has the fewest career playoff wins? All right, here are your options. Is it Andy Reid, Bill Parcells, Bill Walsh, or Vince Lombardi? Fewest career playoff wins. I feel like this is a trick question, but because I know Walsh, Parcells, and Lombardi have Super Bowls, they had to win a couple games to get there. I'm going to go with Andy Reid as the fewest. That is incorrect. No, that is incorrect. Uh, Vince Lombardi would be the correct answer. Yeah. You remember back in the day, they didn't have the new format. So, again, a little bit of a trick question, kind of a D move by me, but nonetheless, that is the correct answer. Vince Lombardi. Uh, Andy Reid, actually, 11 career playoff wins, tied for Bill Parcells, one more than Bill Walsh. Uh, So that is incorrect. Uh, By the way, how about I'm a cop, so I can't afford HBO? (laughs) That got me kind of depressed, man. (laughs) i got to be honest with you. That got me kind of depressed. All right. um, From Louisiana, we go all the way to nice and sunny Vancouver, Canada. Where Ed is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Ed, what's happening? What's going on, Jonas? You tell me, man. What's the word? Yeah, you guys no. gonna you guys gonna get Manzel, or you are you just gonna settle with uh, what's his name? Uh, who is who is the uh, former NFL quarterback that just signed with the CFL team? Oh God, I, I saw the news update too. I forgot his name, but we'd be happy to have Johnny Football here. Give the CFL a little oh, bit man. of a run. Now, <laughs> now, are you, would you get a Johnny Football jersey if that's the case? Oh, it's going one step too far. Okay. I would not, but <laughs> All right. well, maybe, how, maybe if he likes it up. <laughs> what was uh, my? Let's go to let's go to our CFL uh, NFL burnout quarterback just signed insider Mike Mayer. Mike, who was the quarterback just signed in the CFL? That would be the uh, great Josh Freeman. Yeah, so that's who it is. Montreal yes. Alouettes. Yes. Ooh. All right. All right. So that is uh, so that is your uh, your CFL update here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll get back to the CFL coming up in August. <laughs> All right. So Ed, um, here's the question for you. Who yep. was the last head coach to beat Bill Belichick in the divisional playoffs? Last head coach to beat Bill Belichick. Um, in the divisional round of the playoffs. Gosh, that's a good question. <laughs> you know what? I have no idea. Um, I can't even take a wild guess at that. I have no idea. Can I give, <laughs> can I give you a hint? Okay. Foot fetish. Foot fetish? Foot fetish <laughs> I, I honestly okay. have no idea okay would would you like to hear the foot fetish sounds from this coach before you take your guess 
Sure. All right, here we go. Actually, if uh, really beautiful feet. <laughs> Ring a bell? It does not. Oh, okay. Well, you stu- you need to study up on your foot fetish. So next time you call, would you spray your mouth with odor eaters and then and then maybe call in so you can answer the the question correctly? Uh, Rex Ryan would be the correct answer. Rex Ryan back in 2011 was the last head coach to be Bill Belichick in the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. Actually, if uh, really beautiful. How many season. coaches have foot fetishes? Can't be that hard. Simon is listening in Los Angeles on the great AM570 LA Sports. Simon, what's going on, man? I'm much jealous of driving around, smoking cigars. You know, nice. My things are, 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 are cigars the only thing you're smoking? Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, I didn't get it. I know the first was a big date for all the other Angelinos, but I don't really go that way. That's yeah. more, uh, you know, the other callers. Yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not into that either, man. Not into that hippie yeah. lettuce. Not for me. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Here's, here's the uh, question for you. So the Bills, the Buffalo Bills were held without a touchdown last week in Jacksonville. All right, so here's my question. Who was the last Bills quarterback to throw a touchdown pass in a playoff game? Now, I've got multiple choice here, all right? So I'm going to give you all the options. You tell me which one it is. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Was it Rob Johnson, Doug Flutie, Drew Bledsoe, Jim Kelly, or Jim Beam? Oh, my goodness. Uh, You know, I'm driving around downtown LA. It's party night. Let's go Jim Beam. You know what? I'm giving you a correct answer for that. That is a correct answer. Yeah! That is a correct... I'm counting that. That is a correct answer for comedic purposes only. Uh, the true answer is Doug Flutie. Uh, yeah, 1999 was the last time a Bills quarterback threw a touchdown or threw a touchdown in a playoff game. But just for saying Jim Beam, you get a correct answer. Uh, Nick is in Kansas City here on Fox Sports Radio. Nick, what's happening? Not a whole lot. Just hanging out. Uh, you getting fired? Work? You getting fired up for that Chiefs game tomorrow? Ah, no, unfortunately sorry, not. That's a low one, man. No, okay, listen, uh, that was put on the teleprompter by Mike Mayer. Uh, he put that that's on the teleprompter. That's all tele- good. Yeah, he's hey, like, we're used to it, dude. Yeah, he's, that's unbelievable. How dare you. Right, yeah, you'll so, read anything, Jonas. All right, here we go. Uh, true or false? True or false? Blake Bortles has more career playoff wins than Nick Foles and Case Keenum combined. True or false? That's got to be true. Yeah, that is true, baby. Get on the Bortles bandwagon, everybody. Come on, stop, stop piling in on the guy. Uh, Wes in Minnesota. Last one here for Wes in Minnesota on Fox Sports Radio. Wes, what's going on, man? Not much. Just sitting ready to go to work, man. All right, where do you work, man? I work in uh, Northfield. I make cereal. Oh, nice. What cereal do you make? Uh, Post and Malto Meal. Oh, that's fine to eat. When's the last time anybody had Malto meal, man? You know what's great about Malto meal? When you leave it on the stove for like a half hour, <laughs> you can literally step in it and walk around like their shoes. Like the stuff just it's freezes. Like yeah, it's, it's awesome. All right, so here we go. Not that I've ever done that uh, twice. Uh, all right, so here's the question for you. Of the eight remaining teams in the NFL playoffs, which franchise is the only one to never appear in the Super Bowl? Um... Jacksonville? That is correct. Yeah. Malto Mio West with a correct answer. And with that, three and two. That's a that's a damn good uh, performance by you guys. I mean, and you answered Jim Beam. Well done for this week's edition of Guess That Garbage. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next. 
Uh, a very, very angry human being is listening to the show right now. Find out if that's you next on FSR. Oh, man. Is it Godsmack? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, by the way, you know Soli from Godsmack? It's a talented musician, man. You know he played drums on the entire first album? I uh, They opened for Metallica. I saw them in 2004, and he played, like, the last two songs he sat by his drummer, and they yeah. played uh, double sets. Nice, talented. I mean, the band stinks. I mean, they're, they're brutal. I, I had the CD, and it's one of my uh, more embarrassing purchases. Um, I play it for the fans, man. Yeah, no, listen, I, but I mean, you got to call what it is. Yeah, no, I mean they're not they're not one of my f- top hundred, but you know. Although I give them credit for the name because it's kind of a tribute to Allison Chains. Allison Chains had a song called Godsmack, so that's why they named their band that. But uh, but that that'll pretty much wrap up our uh, 1998 hard rock conversation here on Fox yep. Sports Radio. Let me go ahead and wrap a, that up. A twenty year old topic being brought up here uh, during NFL divisional playoff weekend. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, by the way. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So we we had this conversation earlier uh, talking about uh, a guy was tweeting, because here's what happens. You get a lot of bitter fans, bitter NFL fans here. And um, if, you're, if, you're, if your favorite team is not in the playoffs, you can sometimes lash out, all right? And you can sometimes really not be happy about the way things are going. Now, I don't care. All I want out of these divisional playoffs is I want good games and I want interesting storylines. Give me something interesting. That way it makes it easier to do the show. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to have to recap two blowouts on the show tomorrow morning and then preview another couple of blowouts as well. And so... Conversation got brought up because a guy living in Minneapolis is from Detroit. He talked about how he hates living in Minneapolis. So we asked the question, what's worse, Minneapolis or Detroit? Well, Sam said that probably Detroit is worse, which got the reaction of this gentleman who writes this to me on Twitter. Quote, you've never been to Detroit. Walk your bitch ass down a street in that town before you talk about it. You bleeping worm. Yeah, you get shot. Mm. Good to see Eminem's listening to the program as well. Enjoy it while it's here. As a sports fan, I want you to enjoy this weekend while it's here because it's gone, and you will not have it again for a long, long time. I'll explain why coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and wherever you are listening to the program right now. We appreciate you doing so, having some fun here, and doing it all like we do every single week from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Football season's almost over, everybody. Just like to point that out. Football season's almost over, and uh, you can have your grievances. Listen, I, I, I get it. I'm not happy about it either. You can have your grievances and you can cry about it. Uh, you can um, you can criticize the NFL. You can criticize college football. You can criticize the way certain things are done. You can criticize protests. You can criticize. I mean, there's the, you know the the physicality of it. You can criticize it all. 
But I want you to just think about all of that. When it's late February and you're deciding on whether or not you want to watch a rerun of Fixer Upper or you want to watch the Creighton-DePaul game. College no! Basketball. God, please, no! 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 Which is why I say, take it all in. This is the final weekend of a fully loaded football schedule. All right? That's why, in my opinion, this is the best weekend in the NFL. I think this is the best one. Like, wild, wild card weekend's fun, but there's not really the chaotic feel to it. Like, a lot of people maybe compare wild card weekend to where, you know, it's single elimination and it's the start of, of March Madness and the NCAA tournament. The difference between March Madness and the NCAA tournament is that so many different things are happening at once. And one game is ending, and then another game is ending, and then this, and this. Like, there's there's so many crazy things that are happening. So that Thursday and Friday in college basketball is pure craziness. To whereas Wild Card Weekend, when a game stinks, that's all you got. Like, there is no, hey, let, let's go to the other game that just started, or, or one game is ending, and it's uh, teams down by 30, but another game's still got nine minutes left, but it's a tie game. Like, there are no other, no other options. If a game stinks, you're just stuck with it. So that's why wild card weekend in the NFL, a lot of times, like last year stunk, um, but I really like this year. If you get a really bad game and it's a standalone game, I, there, there's no other options. You're just kind of left with what is. To where during the regular season in the NFL, when you're watching a bunch of games and one of the games is bad, you can just go flip to another one. Or if you're at a sports bar, you just pay, turn your head and, and, and watch the other game that's a better game. But when you get these standalone playoff games, it's tough. Like, like when a game stinks, it's just what you got. And I think that where we're at in the NFL is I, I enjoyed Wild Card Weekend. I, I really enjoyed I, I even all the games. Buffalo-Jacksonville was a throwback game, uh, kind of an old uh, old school mid-90s AFC Central, NFC Central type game. You know, like that. it had that vibe to it. So I actually enjoyed Jacksonville and Buffalo. But this weekend really does have something for everybody. Like, it, like it's got something for everybody. If you're, if you're a fan of just interesting storylines, like I can point to a storyline in every single game. Like every single game from the start, when you've got Atlanta at Philly, Okay, first, and I talked about this earlier. Like, there is no fan base in the NFL that has small man syndrome more than the Philadelphia Eagles. They really do. Because of all the vocal, loud, and, and large fan bases in the NFL, they're the only one without a Super Bowl. So they always feel like they've got to show you. Like oh yeah, like they got that little man syndrome, and and that's not to take take a shot at Philadelphia, but just it's a reality. So when I saw that the line came out and Atlanta was favored in that game, I said, "Oh boy, here we go." Like I can only imagine what it was like on radio in Philadelphia all week long, with pissed off Eagles fans calling in, talking about how they felt disrespected. Anthony Gargano, Fox Sports Radio host. He does a show here coming up at 6 a.m. Eastern time. 
He's a he's a, a legend in Philadelphia. Does a weekday show in Philadelphia. I can't wait to find out from him when him and Lincoln Kennedy take over at six a.m. Eastern time. What the hell this week was like in Philadelphia? Like I can only I can only imagine what it was like this weekend this week in Philadelphia. You're the number one seed in the conference, all right? Like you've got a backup quarterback, but it's not like the guy is is that bad. I mean, Nick Foles has started a playoff game. He has put up really, 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 really almost historical numbers in the NFL before. All right, like you've got a talented roster. You've got a really good defense. You're playing at home, and you're still a pretty significant underdog. Like that, that is enough right there for that type of fan base to where you can rattle the cage. And that's why I'm really fascinated to watch that game. I'm really interested to watch how that game plays out. And then if you go around, like the Saturday night game, listen, Tennessee I don't think is a very good football team. Um, New England, this is all about drama. This is all about what can you, if, if you're watching that game, you stare at it and you go, all right, what's going to happen next? Is is Brady going to have, you know, butt heads with somebody? Is he going to get after it? Like every time New England is painted into a corner, uh, they always seem to respond in a big way. Um, you know, people are trying to diminish the report that came out on ESPN.com. Oh, maybe it's not true. You know, uh, uh, we're not really buying it. But but nonetheless, I mean, this game is all about drama. You can't really sell anybody on the idea of Tennessee having a chance in this game. I just, I don't see it. Unless there's a, a freak injury or something like that, I don't see Tennessee having any chance whatsoever. Then the part part of the, of the conversation that's going to come in is, did Mike Malarkey really do enough to save his job? Because everyone assumes that he won that one game last week in Kansas City. That was a fluke game. Like There was a lot of things that had to go wrong for Kansas City and a lot of weird, wacky quarterback throws a touchdown pass to himself for, for Tennessee to even win that game. All right? And then you get to Sunday... And all of a sudden, Jacksonville-Pittsburgh. Now all of a sudden, to where you go from Pittsburgh playing a team who's got a really good defense, who handled them pretty pretty handily last time around. Pittsburgh's going to get their revenge. Uh, Blake Bortles stinks. Uh, that defense is, is going to figure him out. Uh, you know He's going on the road now. You can't rely on him to win another playoff game. That was a fluke performance, and Buffalo was still in that game late, and Buffalo had a, an injury at quarterback and put a backup in and, and all that other stuff. And then the week of, or 48 hours to 72 hours before the game, in, in succession you get, oh, uh, Le'Veon Bell, might sit out next year if he doesn't get a contract or retire, but he but he might sit out, which, by the way, is a bunch of crap. And then uh, Antonio Brown, all of a sudden, a game-time decision. He was a full participant. I don't think Antonio Brown's healthy. And now you're expecting your... Juju Smith-Schuster's had a good year. Martavis Bryant's had a good year. But now you're expecting those guys to be able to make plays for Ben Roethlisberger against that defense. Now that game becomes more interesting. right? And then there's always the off chance that whether it's Joey Porter last year or Todd Haley this year, that if the Steelers win, they're going to go to some bar around the corner there, whether it's a Tequila Cowboy or Fatheads on Carson, whatever. They're going to some bar around there and there's going to be an altercation. So at least we get that's an interesting storyline. And then 
Minnesota New Orleans, which is the capper for the weekend, and I think the best game of the weekend. But Minnesota New Orleans, there is so much there. Like if you're Minnesota has the best roster in the NFL probably. Like if you were to go top to bottom, they've got the best roster in the NFL. Like they're a legitimate threat to play a Super Bowl at home. And now it becomes, yeah, but do you really trust Case Keenum, who's a career backup quarterback against Drew Brees, an established quarterback, a Hall of Famer, a Super Bowl champion? I mean, and this isn't like a New Orleans team where they've got to rely on Drew Brees to keep throwing the ball to win games. Like, they will grind out games now. They'll run the ball. They'll set that up. Like, they've got Michael Thomas is fantastic. Historical start to his NFL career. Like, that's the best game of the weekend. So, like, if you were to just look at storylines, if you were to look statistically, if you were to look matchups, if you were to look drama all the way around, I this is... This is a great weekend of the NFL, and it's the last last opportunity we get football for an entire weekend. Because after this, you've got Conference Sunday, which is going to be a big deal next weekend. We'll be all over that. Then you got the Pro Bowl, which stinks. Nobody cares about. Um, we'll be trashing that for three hours on the show. Just a heads up. And then you're going to have the Super Bowl after that, and obviously we'll be promoting the Super Bowl, uh, You know the prop bets. All that stuff will be fun to watch, but this is really the last opportunity to get a football-filled weekend. Enjoy it, because while you're sitting around trying to figure out where the hell Fordham is located, because you're trying to fill out your bracket, you're going to think back and go, you know what? I wouldn't mind uh, Tennessee losing by 30 at New England again. I'll take that again over what I'm having to sit through now. So I I look at, this is my favorite weekend in the NFL. Um, I, I, I love the matchups. I think there's a ton to go by. I can sell you on every single game. There's something interesting about every one of these games moving forward. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. And you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Up next, um, if something happens in the NFL, if this happens, you've got to really put one team in a different category than where they're currently at. I'll tell you who that is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Progressive Insurance, creators of the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for you. Visit Progressive.com today. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. On Divisional Saturday, Divisional Playoff Saturday here in the NFL. And uh, like I was saying, man, I, I, I love every single – listen, I love the NFL. You guys call me an NFL homer. You say I, I ball wash the NFL. I probably do. Right? I'll just be honest. I probably do. But this weekend is a fun weekend. It's the last really, really all the way around fun weekend in the NFL. So uh, things start off 4.35 Eastern time. You get the Falcons and the Eagles, and then you've got the uh, Titans and Patriots, the nightcapper, uh, coming up at 8.15 uh, Eastern time uh, on uh, later on tonight. And then you got got uh, Jag Steelers and then Saints Vikings, uh, obviously. Uh, so I do want to give some credit. There's somebody in the NFL that I think, if they're able to pull this off, 
I think I think maybe it's more impressive than some people might realize, right? And 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 I I really do believe that. So if they're able to pull this off, and I think they've got an opportunity to do so, uh, it's going to be really really impressive. So we're going to get to that here uh, in just a minute. But I do need to call somebody out. When when people have lied, you got to be honest about it, right? And when when I catch somebody in a lie. I, I would like to uh, to point that out. Uh, Iowa Sam, our tech producer, you and I were talking uh, during the break, and um, you said that yes, that you have not had a drink in like nine days. That is correct. All right, that's a lie. Right? No. Okay that that is a that is a full blown lie. Let's go around the room to see if if uh, if anybody thinks that is lie because I actually have caught you in this lie. All right. So Kevin figures our national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Are you buying that Iowa Sam has not had a drink in nine days? Not for a bleeping second. Yeah. Uh, Mike Mayer, uh, Fox Sports Radio's executive producer here. Are you buying that lie from Iowa Sam? No chance in hell. All right. Here is why I am not buying that lie from Iowa Sam. Because we caught on ca- on tape, all right, on tape, a recording of Iowa Sam arguing with the guy running the cash register at the liquor store a couple of doors down here from the Fox Sports Radio studios. This was moments before the show. Great. Why don't you just give me a bottle of scotch and a handgun to blow my head off are we done here with this psychiatry and, and again i don't look i apologize for the language okay but i do i i think it is important to point out when somebody lies that's me you got me sound a lot like uh leo dicaprio don't i that was me arguing though yep just want my firearm and my liquor so i can have a good night. Do your parents know that we have painted you out to be a full-blown alcoholic on the show? Like like you came uh, like you came you were an innocent guy. You came out here yeah, from Iowa. Yeah. Everybody just assume I'm like a wholesome <laughs> like you sent me pictures from your farm. It's it's so wholesome and and like you think about Field of Dreams and it's Iowa Sam and we have literally morphed your persona into a full-fledged alcoholic. They've heard a couple of the bits and stuff, but um, no, they they don't know that it's to that degree. But uh, we get after a little bit on the on the farm, you know. <laughs> we we, we well, drink plenty of the scotch. Hey, trust me, if if uh, if this, if you any this your behavior here is any indicator as to what you did on the farm, I can only imagine. Yeah, it's a microcosm of uh, my wild Iowa self. Well, it's like the movie Signs. You know the movie Signs? That's on a farm where they the crop circles and all mm-hmm. that, the corn and the aliens come there, and it's an M. Night Shyamalan production. And His last probably good movie. Yeah, uh, whatever. Or um, de- somewhat decent. And so, but, but it's filmed on a farm, and so the, the, the little girl puts the glasses of water as kind of a defense mechanism for the aliens. The only difference is on Sam's farm, that's bourbon. Yeah, those exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the glasses are empty. Like, yeah. that's the only difference. Uh, we don't leave bourbon out. Right. Yeah. 877-99 on Fox. Is the phone finish your whiskey. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, if this happens, and I don't think it will, all right, I'm going to say this now. I do not think that the Atlanta Falcons are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know they're favored, and I know the whole, uh, you know, Matt Ryan's a better quarterback, and they've got more experience and and all that stuff. And I get it. I, I, I get why you would look at that game and go, man, you know what? Atlanta's in a good spot. 
Atlanta's in a really good spot here. I get it. All right. But if I were to place a wager on this, I would I like Philly. I like them getting the points at home. I think Philly's going to win the game outright. I just think that that fan base is pissed off. I think that that team is pissed off. I think they feel disrespected. And I think you've had a couple of weeks to really prepare Nick Foles. And I think there's going to be opportunities for them. And I just think in that environment, in this situation, I like Philadelphia at home. But I'm a fan, all right? I'm a big fan, and I talked about this a little bit last week. Like anybody who's been knocked on their ass and they get back up and they keep going at it, and they've refused to quit, and they've been battle-tested, and they've been through the ringer, and they've they've had hard times, or they've been out of work, or they, just anybody that's been through the grind that hasn't been, that things haven't just come easy to them, I'm a big fan of. Because if that's a person who will go through all that and figure out a way to get all the way back to where they were or close to it after dealing with all that because it would be so easy to quit, I'm a big fan of. And I look at that and I go, oh, that, that, that shows me a lot about them. And I'm telling you, man, if the Falcons pull this off and they win this game and they get back to within a game of the Super Bowl, I have so much respect for that organization and that team. Like, I'm serious. And if you've listened to any of the show throughout the year, I have crushed Atlanta. I've never bought into them. I'm not even buying them into, into them this week. And they're favored against a backup quarterback. I think Philadelphia is going to win the game. But if Atlanta does this and gets all the way back to the NFC title game after losing that Super Bowl the way they did, I have so much respect for that organization. Because keep in mind, they're in the best division in football. The NFC South is the best division in football, and it's not close. Like three of the four teams made the playoffs. The one team that didn't make the playoffs is the team that some people expected to maybe win the division. Like They're the best division in the NFL, and Atlanta got through all of that, survived, got through all of that, and that's coming on the heels of the worst loss in Super Bowl history. You can argue just from where they were at in that game, what had to happen in that game for them to lose that game. That's the worst loss in Super Bowl history, to deal with all of that and to get back to within a game of the Super Bowl. And who knows? They get get in Minnesota, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, they're playing Minnesota, but Case Keenum, I mean, I know he's played really well, but he's a backup quarterback. Or what if they get New Orleans? They've played New Orleans twice already. Like, to get with... Even at this point, like there have been so many one-and-done Super Bowl teams throughout the history of the NFL, teams that got there once and then you never heard from them again, or was it a long time before they even got there again? Like There are so many teams like that. For them to get to the game, to lose the way they did, and get to this point and potentially be a game away from getting back to the Super Bowl, I think it's so impressive. It's why, and maybe I'm crazy, but it's why I've argued They talk about dynasties. That Bills team from the 90s that went to four straight Super Bowls, that's that's a dynasty. I don't want to hear that they didn't win it. I don't want to hear, well, you've got to win the game in order. No, no, no. You go to four Super Bowls in a row, you lose the biggest game of your life 
and you go back there three times, that is that it, you're never going to see that again. So to, so to see Atlanta in the position that where they're at, and again, I don't think they're going to win the game. But if they do, and they come within a game of getting back to the Super Bowl, I, I, I think it's so impressive. And it says so much about that coaching staff, that front office, that organization, and that team. That is a gutsy, ballsy team to get themselves in position to be within a game of getting back to one of the worst losses in recent sports history. So I've said, one of the most impressive teams that I've seen in sports period over the last few years, if not the last decade, was the 2015 Royals because of the way they lost the year before. I mean, they were in Game 7 at home the year before and lost with, I believe, the tying run on third base. If my memory serves me correct, tying run on third base, and they lost at home. And they hadn't been to a World Series in what? 30 years and they lost that game at home and not only did they get over that but they got over that got to the playoffs I believe we're down 2 nothing to Houston at one point during the playoffs and then won a World Series one of the most impressive teams that I've seen in recent sports if this Atlanta team can get back to a Super Bowl you gotta put them right up there that is that is a crazy path to get back to the biggest game of your life that you completely blew the year before. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, there are some stories that we have got to pay attention to. They are important stories. You need them in order to function properly. Actually, that's a lie. You don't really need them, but they are important, and we're going to talk about them. That's coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Kevin Figure. All right, Jonah, some updates and far as some injury situations in the divisional playoffs coming up here later tonight. Uh, running back James White for the Patriots missed the last couple of games with an ankle injury. He's listed as questionable. He is expected to play. And Rex Burkhead, running back, and Mike Gillisley, both running backs for the Patriots, they are both listed as questionable as well, but they are not expected to play those, according to league sources, to ESPN's Adam Schefter. In the, F- in the NBA on Friday night, the Warriors defeated the Bucks 108-94 as Steph Curry missed his second straight game with an ankle injury. Golden State with their 11th straight road victory as Kevin Durant led the charge with 26 points. Draymond Green, 21 points and 10 rebounds. The Pacers defeat the Cavaliers 97-95 as Indiana erased a 22-point deficit on the way to their third straight win over Cleveland this season. Victor Oladipo had 19 points, while LeBron James had 27 points, 8 rebounds, and 11 assists in the loss. It that is the third straight loss for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Rockets defeated the Suns for their third straight victory. 112-95 was the final score as Chris Paul had 25 points and 8 rebounds in the win. The Minnesota Timberwolves have won 4 games in a row and 11 of their last 14. They had 118-108 to victory over the Knicks. Carl Anthony Towns just missed a triple-double. 23 points, 15 rebounds and 9 assists. The Twin Towers putting in big work for the Pelicans. The 119-113 victory as Anthony Davis had 36 points and 9 rebounds. DeMarcus Cousins, 24 
four points, 19 rebounds, and eight assists. Wins for the Nuggets and Nets. NHL victories for the Capitals, Flames, and Canucks. 49ers rookie Ruben Foster was arrested in Tuscaloosa, Alabama late Friday night for misdemeanor marijuana possession. He was released on $2,500 bond. Jonas? Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Guy writes in on Twitter here, Divisional weekend is the worst games of the playoffs. There is a huge advantage to the teams with buys in home field. They almost always win. Good Christ, man. Like, God forbid the better teams be given better opportunities. God God forbid. Uh, so according to using his logic here, uh, the NFL has changed plans, folks. They have changed plans. Uh, it'll be the Browns hosting a playoff game tomorrow. It'll be the Browns hosting a playoff game, and the New York Giants will be hosting a playoff game tomorrow. We're going to go ahead and reverse that. We're going to reverse course. Uh, do not give any advantages to teams that have really good years. You are not to be rewarded in the playoffs. Unbelievable. All right, uh, it's time, though, to get to something we call, which is this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to ex- Jesus. National update anchor. I almost said executive producer. Huh? God. They look alike. National update anchor and superstar of LA radio, Kevin Figures. Kev, what's happening? Yeah, Mike Mayer's my twin brother over there. I understand how you <laughs> get us radio. mixed up. But, but it, it's radio. We can we can be whoever we want. Exactly, exactly. Theater of the mind over here. By the way, divisional playoffs, speaking of that, um, divisional playoff matchup coming up on Sunday, obviously pitting the Jaguars versus the Steelers. It is a rematch of the regular season where the Jaguars did hammer Pittsburgh 30-9 to in the Steel City. By the way, the last time a home team lost in the divisional round – to a team they lost to in the regular season, the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2007, to Ooh. the great David Garrard in the 2007 Jacksonville Jaguars. I remember that game. I remember uh, David Garrard and Jack Del Rio was the coach. Jack right? Del Rio was yes. there, I believe, for the great Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew uh, leading the charge in the backfield. I think Jimmy Smith may have still been playing. Who knows at that point in time? But some interesting quotes coming from this game, specifically from the Pittsburgh side, uh, kind of counting their chickens before they hatch a little bit. Uh, safety for the Steelers, Mike Mitchell, who's never shy when it comes to talking to the media, said that, quote, we're going to play the Patriots again. We're definitely going to win. That echoes some sentiments that Mike Tomlin had a couple of weeks ago, remember, before they paid the Patriots in the regular season. And he basically said this is going to be a preview of the AFC Championship game. Some Jaguars taking a bit of exception uh, to them basically counting their chickens before they hatch. Is this a... uh, is this a smart strategy by the Steelers to kind of overlook the Jaguars, who, as I mentioned earlier, destroyed Pittsburgh earlier this season, 30-9 to in Pittsburgh? Um, well, Pitt- Pittsburgh kind of plays with this – kind of this um, – there's always something, like, chaotic there, you know? Like, there's mm-hmm. just always, like – like, you ever go to somebody's house when you're younger, first time your your parents let you go over to a friend's house, and there's certain houses you go over and you're like – 
God, it's really quiet and peaceful here. And then you go over to other houses and it's just always chaotic. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's just always like, like the show's shameless on Showtime. There's like 15 people living in a house. Yeah. There's always somebody fighting. There's always like, like it's kind of like Pittsburgh. Constant like, chaos. It, yeah, but they like, find a way to make it work. It's, you know? it's never just easy. You know what I mean? Like there's always like some sort of dysfunction. But I will say this on Mike Mitchell. I have it on a good, good authority from someone that I trust. If you notice that Mike Mitchell's really been talking a lot this season, yes. So he he talked a lot about um, you know, uh, he had the big long speech about you know uh, concussions, football, and all this stuff, and then safety he's, issues. Yeah, he's always talking. I heard it from somebody that I trust that he's really selling himself for his after career right now. Oh, is he really? Yeah, that he that he really wants to get into broadcasting and he wants to take that route, and so he knows that. He he's he's basically positioning himself now as a as a talker as somebody who will uh, who can speak and somebody who will speak his mind because he's setting up for his career after his playing days his NFL career afterwards. I can't say that I blame yeah. him and he's setting himself up pretty yeah. pretty darn well for it to be yeah, honest with I, you. I mean and, and and he's a good talker. Oh yeah, seems like a smart guy mm-hmm. and he and he's fearless and that's what people want like they want to hear honesty they don't want canned answers and so i i've heard from somebody i trust that mike mitchell is building his after career um for, you know his post playing days what he wants to do broadcasting well i'm sure uh Steeler fans are hoping that his words don't come back and bite him that they don't underestimate a team that whoop their you know what's uh uh, earlier that, this that, season. That defense is so good, It's man. ridiculous. Oh, my God. But, of course, as always, the Blake Bortles factor. <laughs> I know, I know. So it's too bad. Have that going. Now, speaking of quarterbacking, uh, Alex Smith has put up some pretty good numbers in the postseason. Few would say it's his fault that the Chiefs have not been able to advance outside of one win over the Texans when Brian Hoyer threw, like, nine interceptions in the first half a couple of years ago. Oh, come on, Kevin. Well, I'm just saying. What a bully. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just pointing out the truth, Jonas. I'm a truth-sayer. That's God. all I am. But reports out of Cleveland – that they may be interested in trading for Alex Smith from the Kansas City Chiefs. Remember, former Chiefs general manager John Dorsey is now in charge of the Cleveland Browns front office. They have plenty of cap space to be able to absorb his $20-plus million salary and add some more assets. There's talk of maybe them drafting Sam Darnold the Josh Rosen and redshirting those guys behind a veteran like Alex Smith in Cleveland. Should that is that a prudent move for them? <sighs> I mean, yeah, but I just like, is there... <laughs> Is there a guy who's who's just had worse luck than Alex Smith? Never. I mean, it's unreal. Like he, first of all, he had like seven offensive coordinators in San Francisco. Yep. At one point, I think he got benched for Tim Rattay. He did. Um, and then you know he he finally figures it out in San Francisco, plays really really well, gets a concussion, and then never gets his job back because they just roll with Colin Kaepernick. And then that team does get to the Super Bowl. He gets traded to Kansas City. Uh, they've blown a couple of playoff games, uh, leads in playoff games. It weren't his fault. They Never. were not his fault at all. Nope. Um, and then they go and they draft a quarterback there. And then th- to the icing or the cherry on top of the icing would be him, you know, for all his – he's never had an issue, never called out a teammate, always been a good teammate, always been supportive, been put in, put in bad situations here – we want to thank you for your service. Uh, go have fun in Beirut, uh, the, the the Bermuda Triangle of the NFL. Like, good God, man! For our listeners who may be familiar with the Bible, Alex Smith might be the uh, the version of Job, the real version, <laughs> like, based on, like, oh, on his man. NFL career. It's, like, pretty- it's terrible. 
Uh, also interest, by the way, that the, the Arizona Cardinals, who are maybe a slightly better situation than the Cleveland Browns, they might have interest in trading for him. Okay, that I mean, listen, and if that's the case, play with Larry Fitzgerald for another year? Why not? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'm sure Alex would, too. Definitely going over uh, Mike Mayer's Browns, that's for sure. Now, some NBA issues over the last uh, couple of, not even a couple of weeks, the last couple of days. So I'm sure you're aware of the Rodney Hood situation after he walked yeah. up the court. He was ejected after receiving two technical fouls, and he was fined $35,000 on Friday by the NBA for slapping the phone out of a fan's hand because the fan was taking a video of him as he was angrily storming off the court. Now on Friday night, we also find out that during the uh, Warriors' victory over the Bucks in Milwaukee, a fan shouted out some... Um, some very insensitive remarks towards Clay Thompson after he yes. went down on the sideline, and the fan was ejected at that point in time. Uh, I don't, are fans all of a sudden getting more unruly than usual? It seems like this has happened. I remember a situation where Austin Rivers got into an argument with a fan earlier this year at a Clipper yeah. game. I don't know if fans are getting more mouthy nowadays or what it is. Well, and then the fan, and I watched, I saw parts of the game. The well, I was flipping back and forth between that and diners, dive-ins, and drives or whatever. No, oh, good show. Called. Um, the the fan was like saying, "Come on!" Like the right. like the Golden State Warriors were t- were telling the guy, Clay Thompson didn't do anything wrong. He just fell, and the guy got up and called him a b word. Right. And the fan was saying, "Oh, come on!" One of the guys he was saying that to was David West. That's the last person you are, want to egg on. Are brother. you out of your mind? <laughs> like that's one of the legit. There's like four or five legit, maybe uh, not even that many, like legit badasses in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like is it James Johnson? It with James Miami? Johnson. He's like a yeah. like a third degree yeah, black belt in judo or yeah, something. He's fought MMA before and he's undefeated. David West is one of those guys. Yeah, like David West will throw down. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the idea that this fan thinks he's got a shot in hell. Against David, like, what are you doing, man? Like, 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 well, what? I don't. I just these fans think these tickets like give them some sort of power that just makes them immune to any. They can say and do whatever they want without consequence. It's like one of these days. Like, you ever, you ever been walking? Like, my dog and rest his soul. Um, my dog was really big. He was like a hundred and eighty pound bull mastiff. Mm -hmm. And I remember being at the dog park one time, and I was walking with him in this short, this like uh, Rottweiler. The smaller Rottweiler thought he was a real badass mm-hmm. and kept coming after my dog. And um, and I had my dog on a leash, and I kept pulling him back and pulling him back. And the other people weren't really pulling their dog back, and it was kind of, oh, let's see what we got. And I just decided, you know what? Let me go ahead and uh, un- unwrap the leash just uh, about six more inches and let him get a taste. And then next thing you know, I'm having to yank my dog off him because he's got him by his throat. Like, I, right. want, I want one of these guys or one of these officials – you know, like, why don't you take take David West off the leash a little bit? Let him get a piece, just a just a taste, because I think that stuff will calm down when a fan goes, "Oh God, I, I you know that guy just put his hands on me, and he and he squashed me in front of all my buddies as we're drinking uh, natty lights right. that we snuck into the to the stadium." Like, I just like I'm I'm tired of these fans shooting their mouth up. They need to get. Nah, I don't want to say well, that. The, the, I don't the, want to promote violence. Correct. Well, the fan was escorted out uh, by security. And by the way, to your to, after your dog story, it reminded me of a situation earlier this year between two NBA players, Zach Randolph and DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins a bit of a tough guy, too. We'd agree. Uh, those two yes. guys were at the free throw line, and DeMarcus was talking trash. And basically, you can hear Zach Randolph. The mic somehow picked him up clear as day. And he's like, you don't want to play with me. You want none of this. And <laughs> DeMarcus, DeMarcus Cousins kind of ducked his head and turned. He was like, yeah, you're right. I don't want. I don't want none of this old head. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I you know, it. you know, Zach Randolph is an OG. He don't play either. So even right. Demarcus Cousins has respect to the to the OG Zach Randolph. Absolutely. So there's uh, the scratch. Good stuff. Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, up next. 
The prop bet monster. Yes. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We are going to have the prop bet monster here coming up in just a second. I do want to tell you, stick around. Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy, a fantastic show. Two really good dudes uh, coming to you uh, here in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. It's a big day for Gargano because his Philadelphia Eagles, as he does the show live from Philadelphia, will be hosting the first game of the divisional playoff weekend against the Atlanta Falcons, which leads us to a little something we do on the show every week during the NFL season called this. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul. <laughs> the Prop Bet Monster. <laughs> Falcons and Eagles. First Philly landmark shown during the broadcast. The Rocky Statue. Pat's King of Stakes. The Liberty Bell. Geno Stakes. Or Anthony Gargano's favorite dive bar. Oh yeah, babe. Give me Gargano. This is this is a I will not win this, but this is strictly out of love for my guy Gargano. Uh give me Gargano's dive bar, Iowa Sam. I'm gonna go with Pat's King of Steaks. That's such a stock answer. It's just a chalk boring answer. Mike Mayer? Oh, I'm going Ant's favorite dive bar, no question. Uh Kevin Figures. Also going with Gargano here. Yeah. Three of us are loyal. Sam, you uh you traitor. You rat, nine rat. Next. Titans and Patriots. First QB to make a mistake. Tom Brady, Marcus Mariota, or Tony Romo. Oh, Tony Romo. He stinks as a broadcaster. I'm sick of people kissing his ass just because they like his excitement. The guy stinks. Uh, I'm going to go Tony Romo. Sam? Mariota, duh. Mike Mayer. I'm going to go off the wall, and I'm going to say Brady makes a mistake before anyone. Wow. Kevin Figures? I'm going Marcus Mario to play it safe. All right, next. Jaguars and Steelers. The time of Blake Bortles' first interception. Over or under <laughs> halftime. I love how it just assumes the guy's going to throw an interception. Uh, with that being said, I'll take the under. Sam? Eat a fist. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the under on that one. Mike Bear. I'm going to go with the under. That's probably going to be on the first drive. And uh, Kevin Figures? Definitely the under. All right, next up. Saints at Vikings. Which former Minnesota Viking great will be shown first at the game? Gary Anderson, Blair Walsh, Brock Lesnar, Ragnar, or none of the above? I really love Ragnar, and I'm going with Ragnar because he was run out of town a couple of years ago. Give me Ragnar, the return of Ragnar. Sam? I'm going to go with uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Great uh, gopher wrestling great. Uh, Mike Mayer. Oh, I'm going with Brock Lesnar. Get that Royal Rumble cross promotion in there. <laughs> that Kevin figures? Ragnar for sure. Yeah, there it is. Uh, somebody joins me in the Ragnar party. All right, uh, so that is uh, this week's edition of the Prop Bet Monsters here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jonas Knox, uh, listen, this is the last full weekend of the NFL. Enjoy it. Take it all in. And things kick off 4.35 Eastern time with the Falcons and the Eagles. It's going to be fun. We'll be back on the air coming up at 3 a.m. Eastern time, 12 Pacific uh, tomorrow. Uh, Enjoy the show. Uh, Gargano and Kennedy next. Jonas, son of a bitch. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 